As the first violin arpeggios emerged from the marble walls of the ample hall and capriciously ventured down the stairs from the second floor to the main entrance of the deserted medical school building, I could not help but feel disoriented by the total absurdity of the situation. After all, no medical student would be prepared to find himself listening to a concerto in the middle of the night while taking a quick break from one of the busiest hospital emergency rooms in the world. Yet, my initial uneasiness was soon replaced by music that breathed a whole new life full of hope and adventure into a soggy, tropical summer evening. Perhaps that is why, even though those arpeggios seduced my brain nearly a quarter of a century ago, I can still vividly recall how the stunning beauty of the melody, not the otherwise meaningless individual notes, composed an earnest collective plea that beckoned me to follow the siren music. I swiftly bounded up the stairs and mutely walked through a thin corridor to find myself standing at the entrance to the auditorium where the Vorspiel, the overture of Wagner's Parsifal, was remorselessly playing. Unable to resist, I followed the music and entered the auditorium. How disappointing it felt then when I realized that, except for an elderly, well-dressed gentleman who was busily working, apparently trying to fix a worn-out, faulty projector that had mangled one too many of his slides over the years, the auditorium, with all its chandeliers blazing, was completely empty. Built in the late 1920s, each of the classroom auditoriums at the University of Sao Paulo Medical School was a model of elegant economy. At the front, a tidy box-like stage demarcated the space from which professors lectured. A heavy wood table, a sturdy chair, and a long, well-worn sliding blackboard completed the humble teacher's domain. The student seating was stacked into steep, straight rows, allowing backbenchers inhabiting the last row, including me, to live well beyond the catedratico's authoritative stare during the unending lectures. By now, the old man, his close-cropped white hair matching his pristine lab coat, was startled by the sound as I opened the door to the lecture hall. Yet he turned to me to reveal his effortless Mediterranean smile. Without giving up his struggle with the projector, he waved his left hand almost as if we had known each other for years. On the lecturer's desk I saw, to my dismay, the evidence that clearly incriminated that unsuspicious gentleman with that night's musical recital. A turntable, two expensive-looking loudspeakers, and the covers of a few records by the Berlin Philharmonic. 